Hello there, welcome to episode one of Greg Crew May We Watch Again, the first official episode. Me and Owen have just watched the pilot episode, which originally aired on the 19th of March 2014, eight years to the date that this episode is going to be released into the universe. Um, the original episode pulled in a whopping 2.73 million viewers, which as a mid-season premiere on The CW is very, very good. It's impressive. But this episode, in one line, taken from Amazon Prime, is... In the series premiere, 100 young exiles from a dying space station are sent to the planet Earth 97 years after a nuclear apocalypse to see if it's habitable. And that's what we've just watched. Yes. Owen, what did you think? First thoughts. First thoughts was there are definitely um, some... I'd say plot holes or things that seemed a bit silly. Um, um, but overall, I felt like, you know, the uh, the acting was well done from a lot of the cast there. <laughs> I felt, you know, I did, it wasn't terrible. You know, like I don't think there was, it wasn't, it was a little corny and some of them are a little bad, but like the main, like, um, cast, like the guys on, on Earth, you know, I almost felt like they were better actors than the, the like adults on the space station. I found them a little bit like, I don't know. I didn't. Th- I I felt more. I don't know. I I felt like they were more interesting than these like people up on the um, space station. But no. Anyway, sorry. Um. But yeah, I felt the acting was good. I felt the characters were interesting. Um, intriguing. Like, um, pilot episode. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see if they can get to these these supplies and and get to where they need to go and and where you know this sort of anarchy plot is going with everyone being like screw the space station and everything. You know, do this and. Um, yeah. And and yeah, and I, yeah, it was it, it it didn't move at almost quite a breakneck speed, and it was quite um, <laughs> like thrown back a bit. I think initially, um, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, suddenly we're here, and suddenly we're just getting. It was it, it wasn't much of an opening. I felt, um, I guess, initially, uh, it, t- it took me a while to kind of adjust to the the how quickly it gets into it all like it is just yeah like, you're off and you're gone you're on the earth we're flying now it's all blowing up and now we're in here and we've got there's a, there's a lot going on there's a lot of strings yeah. being pulled I, I noticed that sort of they don't explain like the law at all so no. i noticed as things happen they then add in a, a line like when you find out that octavia was arrested for being born because you can only have one child because of the oxygen supply. But the fact that they had to then put in that little really corny line in the background by some extra saying, she's the girl that hid under the stairs. Just yeah. so you understood that, or under the floorboards, you understood she that that's illegal and that's not allowed. And then there was another one when, um, oh, when... Abby gave the Chancellor more blood and then Kane arrested her for it and was going to float her and he then had to say the line um, as as a legal adult over the age of 18 you are to be executed. Like that, That's the rules. They didn't explain any of that. They have to sort of chuck it into the script later on. Yeah, like I don't know, it felt like it could have almost done with more, more of a build up to all these characters and everything yeah. like, it just introduces you to so many people it's so such a quick amount of time it's very easy to get lost in everything like i had to ask you a few questions during us watching it 
and it's like you know i mean you know it's fine i mean i probably would have picked up on it anyway eventually but you know it's like when i had to say oh that guy's not 18 and you're like no he's not he's he snuck on and i probably would have known that if i was you know keeping more mm. of a track of it all but i you know certain things did sort of blow over my head and it was like the whole thing with the mother being left on the space station and her almost being like <laughs> floated <laughs> at the end of the episode <laughs> you know i yeah. could tell it was supposed to be this like emotional thing but i was just like well i've literally only met this character and i'm not that emotional about it and i don't know if they want me to be but i'm not feeling like no don't do it you know like i'm just like well yeah, yeah. And i think that moment with with her mum is really you'll understand what i mean as, as we watch more it's really detrimental to her character the fact that you don't care if she dies now because they've done it so early yeah it's almost like if that were to happen again it's like, mm, well, they threatened this before. And it's sort of like they really needed to build that up before before they threatened to kill people. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like that whole thing of the, the Chancellor of the Space Station being shot and then being in this, like, operation room. And, and, like, you didn't have any, like, preamble to that. Like, you didn't see him getting shot or mm-hmm. hear about. You, you didn't see it happen. And you just kind of hear it through a dialogue. And then suddenly he's, like, almost dying. And then you save him. And then he's back. And it's just... I don't know yeah it would have been interesting to have maybe like a few more minutes at the start where like you see each of these 100 characters these prisoners at the start like going in their cells or having a bit of a dialogue with other people but you're just introduced to this girl who I guess Mm. is like our main protagonist or the person we're sort of our Aussie babe yeah we're seeing it all more or less through her lens her eyes more like she has this I don't know. She feels like she's. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I guess, but she feels like the main character of the show in a way. Yeah, yeah. She. I think. I think later on in the show, they they really really try to sort of spread out who the main character is and sort of have it as like an ensemble rather than yeah, ju- just Clark Griffin. But I, yeah. I think that they've done it so early on. Like you, it's so obvious she's the main character. I think that's just set in stone for the whole. It does, yeah or... it does feel like kind of every character is pretty flawed in some way except her she does feel very like you're she's the perfect she, she, yeah she feels perfect you're like you you feel like as a, the audience you, you're the one you're, you're going to be rooting for like the whole series like you don't really care much for the guy who's kind of a you know an anarchist crazy guy and the guy that you know was the reason why she, her dad was it her dad or yeah, yeah. Her dad got, got floated floated <laughs> floated <laughs> floated in it yeah um you know like everyone's you know you've got something to kind of put you off everyone except her like I've, i felt that a lot like you know you're, you're almost sympathetic for her situation and how she's stuck with all these idiots yeah. you know. it, it's, it's really interesting like to hear that as having watched every single episode and knowing like how each character develops and whether they develop yeah. or whether they just stay really like stagnant. Yeah. It, it's really interesting to hear just, like how you think it's going to play out. Yeah. It, it just feels like they've left a lot of room for the other characters to become better or to, to have an arc where they become, you know, a, a character that you do like, or you do root for. They've, they've kind of started everyone off at this sort of like, oh, I don't really like him because he's done this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like even the, the guy that you kind of, I can't forget all their names, but the guy that's not the eighteen-year-old um, with them, the adult, I guess. Oh, Bellamy. Bellamy, because you can even make it a, from the first episode. You could sort of say, "Oh, he's not too bad," you know. 
he's maybe doing it for the right reasons but then at the end of the episode he starts being a bit malicious by pointing that gun at him and sort of threatening him don't really know yeah. what that was because it was like i'm gonna shoot you and i'm like no i'm not it's just like okay just, <laughs> just trying to scare him yeah yeah, yeah. It, um, it just feels like everyone's flawed ex- ex- really in some way in some sort of way uh except um you know except her except our aussie babe our aussie babe cluck or cluck. as um a lot of people like to call her cluck 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 griffin cluck but griffin. speaking of that sort of character development i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you now on the first episode who my not my favorite character but my favorite character development is throughout the show okay. and that's octavia do you remember which one she is <laughs> she's the sister right yeah yeah, yeah. The little sister. So yeah. she's actually the youngest of the hundred. Well, oh, one of okay. the youngest of the main the main cast. There are younger people on the dropship that you meet, but of the main cast, she's the youngest. She's actually like meant to be sixteen, which is ridiculous. That, that's I mean, that makes it a bit weird because then there was the whole scene of her taking off her clothes and yeah. now I'm like a bit what? Well, in <laughs> the books, told me that. In the book she's like fourteen, I believe. Oh she's a God. lot younger in the books. Jeez, I've okay. I've read the books and but, yeah, she's a lot younger. But her okay. character development is my favourite character development that I've seen on TV. Oh, okay. Well yeah, I mean I I I don't have any massive disdain of for a lot of the characters um other mm. than her eyebrows, I was pretty fine with oh, her. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm looking at what I just said differently, based on those those caterpillars. That well, they're not even caterpillars. They were they, they were like little thick. worms. They're, yeah, worms. I think is long. Better. They're long and thin, and just too much around. They just go too much around her head. It just it freaks me out. I can't stop looking at them. But yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll Ugh. knock them down a bit by the second season. I don't know. <laughs> Change but... it a bit. <laughs> circling back as well to the yeah. hundred people on the dropship technically here's a fun fact for you yeah with bellamy there there was 101 people on the dropship oh yeah so it was a hundred delinquents and then he snuck on but right. two died on the dropship two, so two died on te- the way down yep so technically that as far as well and how it ended <laughs> There is, hang on, maths, 97 yeah. plus one. So 98 people left. 97 delinquents and Bellamy survived. I mean, I'll say this much. I don't want to get ahead of a, yes, you. If you mm-hmm. have anything, do you have, did you have any more? No, 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 you Sorry. go. But yeah, I mean, it was quite a, um, I felt it was quite a cool move for them to kill off one of the hundred, like, not in the drop, but, you know, at the end of the episode like that, like, um. Mm wasn't expecting it. it was a very cool power move of the show to be like yo don't get attached to any of these like characters too much because yeah. this could happen <laughs> to anyone sort of thing and that's cool i mean i i'm not saying the end of every every episode is probably going to result in someone being impaled or dying or something but <laughs> um but you know it, it gives you that kind of sense of like oh any anything can happen because um i like c- to compare it to kind of other shows like um, the walking dead the walking dead is one you know where like you didn't really know when someone was going to go but you knew it was going to happen at some point you know and you just don't want to get like too attached to anyone but you you do anyway like you just naturally do as a person who mm. watches anything that you enjoy um but yeah i i like that in the show I, I don't enjoy it when it just feels like everyone's got plot armor or like you're like well they're not going to kill them off because they've got all yeah. this to to 
you know go through and and have this sort of journey across uh, their character development like you know you, you feel like anyone's next on the chopping block so so uh, props to the show for that <laughs> i i agree and i'm not gonna i don't want to spoil anything but i will say now that there are multiple people i know who have stopped watching this show when a few characters have been killed off oh god not not necessarily characters that we already met. There might be more that we haven't met yet. Okay. But like I know, for example, Krista. Krista stopped watching after a certain character died. Jeez. Wow. And my my friend who I started watching it with back in college stopped watching it after a different character died. So you but, do yeah. get really attached. Yeah. E- even if like you, they're not a main character. Yeah. Again, like there has to be stakes. There has to be. Like you can't oh, yeah. go through a show and just constantly feel this safety blanket of like no one's gonna die, no one's gonna have any problems. It's gonna be fine. Like it would be a boring show. It wouldn't <laughs> be worth watching. Like as if they all came down to this radiated earth and food was plentiful and there was no two headed deers and man eating snakes. You know, we'd all be watching a bunch. We'd basically be watching like a bloody I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, type thing. I'm just <laughs> chilling out in a rainforest, for eating mealworms. Weeks. Yeah, exactly. You know, it just wouldn't be a fun watch. So yeah, I, I won't see myself giving up on show. I mean, I stuck with The Walking Dead when I've lost a lot of good characters and that. And you know, <laughs> I, mean, I did, I did give up with it eventually, but not because of the characters dying, but because I just, just got too long. Got too long. I didn't like the direction yeah. this series was going, and I got very, very tired of dealing with hearing them go walkers and uh, you know, same, same old every season just <sighs> yeah some new problem or new bad group of people yeah it just never really like it never felt like there was ever an end of the tunnel kind of thing for this show yeah. a little bit and i don't know we're getting off topic now we're talking about walking pages but yeah <laughs> um, our next podcast yeah yeah good <laughs> um but no yeah i think um I like it when shows do that. I like it when they have the balls to just be like, "Yeah, we're gonna kill someone off in episode one like that," like you know. Mm. And he and he had a cool. He had his cool scenes. You know, he had his like little hero moment. Yeah, he saved the girl. And you know, and you you do think, oh, he might be all right. You know, maybe he'll be one of the cool guys. And boom, <laughs> arrow to the chest. Spear. Spear. Sorry. Spear to the chest. Spear to we the... can't underplay his death. No, we can't. No. no. He went <laughs> flying. He was like, Whoop. Boom. There we go. One character that didn't die, but mm. that I can tell you without it spoiling the story, you will never see again, is the Doctor's best friend. The lady where when we watched it, you asked me, "Who is she? I recognise her." Yeah. The the Asian lady. Yes. Never in it ever again. Never what? mentioned again. That Wait, that's what? it. Yep. She's she only is, in that one episode. She's in that one episode. She's You're in the kidding. pilot. Yep. The Doctor's best friend, and she's never in it again. And she's is, never mentioned. Is there any reason? Have they have they expanded on that? No. I, all I can guess is probably like what I said um, in episode zero was that it's a pilot episode. They don't necessarily then write a story for every character. Damn. They 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 change cast. It's like you can tell that this pilot was filmed a long time before the rest of the season, purely based on Bellamy's hair. It's awful. His hair is awful. And I can tell you now, you'll never see his hair look like that again. Oh, great. It's like the next day in the next episode. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a different haircut. No, it did, it did feel like everyone like was a bit... It was a bit silly, really, because like, these are all supposed to be like this ragtag of people that have spent God knows how long in this in these jails and they've, they've been, you know, malnourished and 
poorly looked after or was supposed they're to have beautiful. been. beautiful. And they look beautiful. They've got white teeth. They look great. They look like they've probably been in the Bahamas for six weeks. It's just so pretty. And it's, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's great. But like, I think this is going back to what I said at the start. You can just point like massive plot holes and problems with this episode if you really mm-hmm. put your teeth into it and get into it and say like this is just stupid but you know you you what you gotta suspend your disbelief when you watch i think any ecw show yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's corny as hell yeah you just and yeah. what i don't get like i'm sort of like jumping right ahead to like the middle of the episode with the when Octavia was in the water before she got attacked by the big sea snake or whatever it was and they they had the writers had the brains to be like oh these characters won't be able to swim because they've never been in water they've been living in space their whole lives yeah. so they had that they had the brains for Jasper or Finn or whoever it was to say Octavia we can't swim however yeah. they didn't have the brains to make sense of how at the end that vine that they were swinging on not only is very clearly like you said when we watched it a prop a rope wrapped in wood and branches wrapped in string but it also somehow zip lines across the river like as if it's an actual zip line because like the first initial shot of that of that rope, which I think is the, I mean, you probably could tell, it was probably the most thing that got to me during the episode. That was, it. I just it's all you spoke it. about. <laughs> it's all I spoke about for the last like, few minutes. Even the death of that character just kind of got thrown under the bus because I was just looking at that rope. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, it, it was on the one side of the bank of the river. And then when he was swinging on it, it was like, just like... In the it, was it was moving it was moving along like he was on a zip line yeah and he, he probably was um and i guess Madness. it's just like i don't know I, I would have referred i don't know like a rickety bridge you know what i mean like something like that like if they'd built like this half built mm-hmm. wooden bridge that you know they were scared to cross and then he's like oh, i'm gonna do it and he does it and I just like they could have done that a lot better or like in a lot more of a a believable way than just this clearly prop rope that wasn't even hidden well under the vines like we're <laughs> saying like it's you could see the rope it's not hard to yeah. see it like i think even in one shot it was basically just rope like i think when they, he had already crossed it and they were holding it the guy was you could just see it it was rope it was yeah you know it's not yeah. hard to see um <laughs> uh, it was the string holding it all together yeah yeah that was really getting to me yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know. It's just that that and the yeah, the fact that it just wouldn't work like that. You couldn't swing across it. It just wouldn't. No, <laughs> it's just the the, the the science behind that wouldn't work, and it was a bit silly, I guess. But you know, here yeah. we are. But I think, uh, yeah. Speaking of continuity errors, though, mm. as well around the same sort of scene slash area. When Jasper jumped in to save Octavia from the sea snake, yeah, he was already wet before he hit the water. Oh, okay, I didn't notice that. Yep, yep. There, there's a few things I've got. I've got a list. I've got a list. There's That's also good. a scientific fact for you that yep. I'm going to teach you science. Wow, here we go. When, <laughs> when they sent them off in the dropship, and it 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 detached from the main space station, yeah, it made a noise. As if it was flying, like at fast speeds, because obviously it's dropping down to earth. It's like making noise, right? Sure. That makes sure. sense. Absolutely. However, 
that's impossible because there is no sound in space. That's true. That's very true. You don't so we get... shouldn't have been able to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's true, um, and I think that you see that in a lot of shows. Um, so I guess you can't. I, I won't go too in on them for that because you you see that's a continuity area. I think you could point out a lot of different Star Wars, Star, yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Trek, yeah, yeah everything, any sci-fi, any any film or series that goes into space, it's just like well, yeah, there's no, because <laughs> there are some that don't do sound. I think there are some films out there that have kept very true to the to how it is in space and have speaking to spoken to to experts in that field. Um, yeah, they've done their due diligence, but you know, I think. You know. I think um, was it uh, Sandra Bullock in Gravity? Yeah, I think that film was mostly in silence, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. The film yeah. made me feel so sick. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got, I got motion sickness watching that film. <laughs> oh man, I didn't watch it, but yeah, I, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, like you said, I think most most don't. But I would have never thought about it. My biggest problem with just the, the, the shuttle thing was just like I said in, during the episode was the size. Mm. And I was just like, there's no way you're fitting 100 people on that tiny little capsule. And then it looked bigger when it landed. It was like massive when it was on the earth. But in the shuttle yeah. falling, it was like, it looked tiny. A tiny <laughs> box room or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then in the shots inside, you really only saw like... Probably like 10, 12 10, people in no, one max shot. Max 20 people, I would have thought. In, in, in yeah, any yeah, shot. yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was like packed full of 100 people in there. Um, or 101, technically. Um, mm-hmm. you know. um, so, yeah, that, that that was my major gripe, I guess, if we're talking about that particular scene of the episode. Yeah, and that scene. Can we just talk about when Octavia walked out onto the onto the ground for the first time yes. and was like we're back bitches <laughs> and then imagine dragons just comes in like boom yeah cheesy as hell very kind cheesy. of vibing with it though i'm not yeah. gonna lie i love that scene it was great it was iconic i think you know it's... it was iconic that's exactly the sort of vibe i got from it it's like yeah it's something I'm that I feeling think, it. Yeah, any any sort of big fan of the show would like reminisce and be like, "Remember that time and you know, Red <laughs> Dragon was playing and she jumped out the show. Let's go!" Like, yeah, it felt like that was very good and yeah, it had its uh, it definitely like I said, it had its shining moments and that was definitely one of them for me. It was, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not an Imagine Dragons fan at all, Same. but that song at that time. It just fit like that song was made for that yeah, moment. Yeah, like <laughs> memes have ruined Imagine Dragons forever for me. Um, but yeah, I will always enjoy the right kind of song in the right kind of scene at the right time, and that was all of those things. Yeah, that that scene as well is when when I talk about Octavia's character development later on in the show being one of my favorites. I compare the start of her character development from that moment until where where it ends it's yeah. it oh just, just oh yeah that that's it that's that's all it that, that's it we've got a long way to go haven't we <laughs> takes a good i want to say two and a half maybe three seasons to see the main the main development of her character yeah but it does it's one of those she continues to change and grow through every season yeah no, that's good yeah. i think you know i think it's something that feels right they feel like they're, they're, they're going to develop the characters well you can see like i said the flaws you can see where they need to 
develop as characters over time and and i'm excited to see where that that goes whether they they do what i think they might do and things like that you know what do you think they might do (laughs) um (laughs) spill the beans i think um man this is not i need need to learn the characters names (laughs) i can help okay so adult guy again i forgot his name i'm so sorry bellamy bellamy I think he is going to go very sort of Iron Fist ruler over this whole group. I think he's going to kind of, you know, he's going to be the trophy, trope, the trophy. I'm going to kill everyone if, yeah. to keep everyone in line. Sort yeah, of thing. like if you don't see things my way, it's the highway kind of thing. Like you, yep. you know, and I think that's how he's going to be. And I think if if someone steps out of line, it's going to be either a bullet to the head or a you know, you, you send yourself packing that you're out. You know, kind of yeah, go go on your own. Um, and obviously he's got some ulterior motives as to why he's knocking off all these these um, uh, what were they bracelets? The wristbands. The, the yeah. Wristbands, did, yeah. Did you get why? Um, I think it's because he's. I think there maybe there's something he maybe wants on Earth or wants to do on Earth, and he doesn't want them to see or be tracked. So he was the one. That shot the Chancellor. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So uh, he doesn't want them to come down because he knows they'll uh, arrest him. Yeah, I guess I didn't put that piece together. Yeah. I mean, I knew that he shot him, but I thought that there was just another reason. Like, he knew <laughs> something. Secret, that, se- there was some secret, secret thing on Earth that he knew about that he was going to go after that eventually we'd find out about or something, you know. But that's mm. fair. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think he's going to go very sort of iron fist ruler over everyone um i think um the sort of (laughs) (laughs) discount edward cullen as i'll call him (laughs) oh finn right so uh, before you say what you think i'm just gonna tell you now that i hate finn oh okay finn is my least favorite character wow um, for reasons that haven't happened yet, but I didn't when I first watched this episode. I didn't really like him anyway. I just I don't like how most girls like the bad boy, and he's cute, and he's got long hair, yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, the girls, fourteen year old girls should love him, but yeah, I'm not a fourteen year old girl, and I don't love him. Well, no, he was just like a straight up dick. Like he broke that guy's oh, yeah. ankle for no reason other than him just being a bit like shitty with him i guess but it's just yeah he, he was instantly unlikable i didn't i don't like him i mean my thoughts were that he because most times in a show when you have an unlikable character they have a, a redemption arc at some point they kind of oh wait 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 you're on about murphy yeah the guy that was like he's kind of like that yeah. right hand man sort of character. yeah okay i'm i'm on about the the guy that jumped from the from the ship and like saved the day jump from oh 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 right yeah, no, I'm on about, yeah, Murphy. Yeah. The guy oh, that was like... oh, you have the same opinion that everyone has on Murphy, and I love Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a dick right now. I mean, he just, like, beat up... Um... He is, and I can't defend him because he is, and he does get worse, but... And you're right, it's that trophy. He has a redemption yeah. at some point. Yeah, you know, I can see that coming quite quite vividly already like he's gonna have a an arc and he'll probably keep keep over the episodes go further down that you know likable <laughs> list of characters for me and then eventually he'll have a moment or he'll see 
the right path or whatever i don't know and he'll have his redemption and, and he'll become a better, better character and then they'll probably kill him off because that's how shows do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah get redemp- redemption and then death you know um yeah so i think that's where he's going i mean for um for the guy you you were talking about the guy you don't like i i oh. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how i feel about because i didn't like him at first and then i started like him and then when he was going like princess you know that being called princess i was like what the how is this guy's oh. deal yeah. um i just think yeah i don't know he's a bit stupid and i don't know i don't, I don't know where he's gonna go i don't know because he's not all the way of a dick like he does seem like he cares yeah he's he's a good guy i don't necessarily think he's a dick in the way same way that like bellamy and murphy are where they are trying they're doing the wrong thing and yeah trying to clearly, rebel against the good the good guys yeah you know they're clearly going down a, a darker path whereas he's yeah kind of in he's the a, middle thing yeah he's i think he's a good guy i think like he's obviously gonna have well, well, they definitely like each other, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're pretty ha- they had a whole pretty ham-fisted scene about that. Yeah, I was quite. But yeah, I mean, I was quite I surprised how quick that was happening. <laughs> He's like... just not good-looking enough for the CW. In all honesty, if if I'm being really honest, he's not know. good enough. Yeah, I, I think his hair could is quite bad. His like wavy, shaggy, long hair—it's not doesn't suit him. Doesn't suit him. No, I might look better would... with shorter hair. Yeah, I think that might be it. His hair isn't doing him any favors, and yeah, I, I don't see—I didn't see him as like the pretty ladies' man kind of guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I would have thought he'd be a bigger, taller, short-haired, like manly a man, macho, man. manly man. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't look—he doesn't—he's <laughs> not like big bicep. He, I suppose, he, they have to be believable as eighteen, and that you can't have some manly macho. But you can have like tall, big looking 18 year olds i'm sure i guess but oh you know, yeah you know that, that is a thing so yeah i think the casting wise you're probably right there i don't think they they could have done better they, they definitely could i feel they did pretty good in their casting as in like cw like it's known for hiring 20 30 year olds to play teenagers well yeah. it's not even a cw is it it's just film and tv in general oh yeah it's a trope that we've known for years now yeah like what is is it made the the joke in scary movie isn't it where they're like oh imagine if they made a film about us and then it would be like jennifer love huge tits would play me and it's like in well that's because she jennifer love hewitt was like 30 when (laughs) 20 something playing a 16 year old girl in that film yeah but yeah and I think they did pretty good, all things considered. Like, considering um, Aussie Babe, I think, probably at the time would have been my age now, so 26, 27, when that was filmed playing a 17-year-old, I think. Yeah. I think I think they're pulling it off. No, as I, I said, not too oh, yeah, bad. no massive qualms with acting and general portrayal of characters in this episode. There was nothing... Maybe, maybe Octavia not really looking her age. I think she is very clearly the oldest oh, in real yeah. life of the lot. Yeah, yeah. But and uh, that that line at the beginning that I thought was really corny, and because it's corny, it made me think that's bad acting. Was right at the start when Clark goes, "Reality sucks." Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, think I did. Cringy. To be fair, I forgot about that scene, and yeah, yeah, that is pretty. That was pretty cringe. I have a confession. Okay, go for it. That that first scene where she's like, it's been 97 years since mm. a nuclear apocalypse wiped the earth. I, Me and my friend used to know that whole monologue I... 
<laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it's that. It's played, well, I think it's played. Uh, it must have been played at the start of every episode. <laughs> oh, my God. For the first season. So we we memorised it. And it, we would like say it along with the episode. That's I can't quite, remember it now, but <laughs> yeah, it's quite adorable and, and quite endearing. So it's not. I'm a super a, fan. Yeah, you know, we all have our super fan shows that we can. It's like the Pokemon opening, and everyone can like repeat that word for word. Who are like super fans? <laughs> I wanna be the very. There you best. go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, yeah. I mean, it had, it had its corny lines, but I think. I knew that going into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I've experienced CW shows, so I knew the corniness mm-hmm. was there. I knew that there was going to be some eye-rolly moments, so maybe it didn't register as much with me, I, I guess, at the time, but now you say it, yeah. It's pretty, <laughs> it is pretty corny. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's we. what makes it feel better for me is that I've done my research. Jason Rothenberg, who is the creator of the show, Yes has said that the first two episodes, so this one and the next one, are the worst episode of worst episodes of the entire no. show because they have too much of a teen drama feel and it caused many viewers to decide not to watch the show further. And they are his words. Oh, wow. And he created it. That's really um, <laughs> an earnest kind of, and, and, and quite refreshing look on a show that someone's made normally that you wouldn't get that, I feel. Yeah, he's had a lot of hate in his time for a lot of the decisions he made on the show. (laughs) But yeah, respect him for saying that. Personally, I feel like the entire first season has a very teen drama feel. But I also then think it gets very dark very quickly. Yeah. And there's no teen drama no more. I kind of see it because at the moment I'm watching uh, all the Harry Potter films, which I haven't seen all of them. (gasps) Um, uh, yeah, but we're now getting into those ones that get dark and get gritty and 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 get more like whoa, like the and, good ones. Yeah, the good ones. But in the end, and it, I guess I'm comparing it to that with this show, and I'm guessing it's going to take that same journey where the first season's very like corny, the the CGI uh, you know effects aren't <laughs> really great, much like the first few Harry Potter films, and the acting has its moments where it's not great, not amazing, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, over time, it's going to improve. It's going to you know get more of a budget i guess more more of a, an audience and then that's when usually shows just generally improve anyway so yeah well i hate to disappoint you but you will not see any more two-faced deers and you won't see any more oh. glowing forests wow. they, they i guess maybe their budget didn't they couldn't afford all the lights mm. I mean, because they were using a lot of lights to light up the forest and a lot of glare on the ship. I was going to say a lot of strobe lights <laughs> in the bloody ship. Every every tiny little light was just like blinding. I, that I, you reminded me to mention that. Yeah, that was yeah. That, that, that were, wrecked me quite a bit. Yeah. They were definitely doing it to sort of give that sort of sci-fi feel. Like, oh, we're now up on the on on the arc in space. It's meant to feel a bit more sci-fi. But they they also I noticed they were in certain shots making it overexposed and the white balance was very low or very high whichever way around it goes to make it blue so they didn't really need to go so overboard with the glares because they had all these other effects which i i personally as someone that 
really enjoys writing and script writing in particular. I think is very smart that they'd done the shots on Earth were so green and then the contrast in shots in space were so blue. Yeah. I really, I really fucking love that. That would sent my little nerd heart <laughs> in a frenzy. But yeah, the, the the glares were a bit they were cool at first and then like there was bits where they, it was glaring and covering it their entire face and it's, it was like Yeah. What? It's just it's little thing, nitpicky things like that. It just yeah, it gripes me. And and there are shows and especially films that have done you could that have shown you can do a subtle lens flare and light effect in a much more nuanced mm-hmm. and, and less noticeable way, but in a way that still shows that futuristic feel like you were saying but doesn't do it that's like basically blinding you in the face almost um i think it was more noticeable when it, they were doing like the tracking shots or like opening shots yeah. of the ship and it was like it was passing like seven different light sources and were, each <laughs> yeah. one was just blue ones orange and, ones <laughs> you know and it's just like what the hell like how does anyone see in this ship you know if this is what everyone's seeing with all these flares and it's just you know um but yeah again it's something that i'm guessing might change i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah yeah maybe well we'll see i don't want to spoil anything but i think you're gonna have to put up with it (laughs) for a little while my eyes may adjust or i'll just wear sunglasses who knows yeah maybe maybe wear sunglasses for next episode but um yeah we haven't i'm just waiting for an episode where we meet someone so i i love this show so much that in when would it have been 2017 maybe maybe yep. maybe before maybe after i don't know i went to i don't know if you've heard of star fury conventions i have not so star fury conventions host a load of conventions for tv shows and i think films as well where they just host them at a set location in the country and you go to it and they have all the special guests and stuff so i went to survival Survival 5, I think I went to, which was the fifth Star Fury event for the 100. Wow. And, mate, I met so many characters from this show that ended up... At the time, it was on season 3, so season 3 or 4. So they weren't really developed. Some of them were new characters. But, oh, boy, it was one of the best moments of my life. I got drunk with one of the characters you are going to meet in season 1. No way, wow. Yeah, it was great fun. I got a picture. I got a picture with her. It's in my little cabinet. No I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to show you one day. Yeah. Off stream. Off. Uh, off podcast. <laughs> off stream. Off podcast. Do you still your streaming now? <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one you meet in season two. I'm just looking at the photos now. I've got three, and I can't tell you how I embarrassed myself because it will give spoilers away. But I asked. I was drunk, and we were doing the meet and greet where we rotate around tables, all the guests, yeah. and. I was drunk and thought I would ask a really stupid, embarrassing question, which as soon as we get to that part, I will tell you what that question was. I can't was. wait to hear that. But it was really awkward because the next day I had my actual meet and greet and photo with this character and it was like, oh my God, I hope oh, they don't remember. Oh dear. <laughs> but yeah, so I, mean, I, I can't wait till we get to those characters because they are some of the best characters. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't wait to get into more into the season. We can really deep dive into characters' developments and, and where they're going to go and and my feelings and opinions towards each person that we get to meet and and get learn more of yeah i'm excited but the next episode is called earth skills okay what do you think the next episode could hold i think 
it's probably going to come down to if it's earth skills it's probably going to be like survival um life stuff like you know building huts and things from your surroundings finding food and foraging for stuff like stuff that you know people had to do thousands of years ago on the earth kind of thing you know like <laughs> cavemen and i'm guessing because um our amazing aussie late i can't forget it. clark <laughs> clark i'm gonna i'm gonna do some research on this and try and remember the names as best i can <laughs> this sounds so unprofessional if i don't know the names clark um i feel like because obviously she seems to already have some basic earth knowledge already because she was telling all about monkeys and how they weren't anywhere around here and stuff um in the episode so i'm assuming she's going to be like i know what's going happen what's going on and i know what we need to do and you know yeah all that sort of jazz so i think i think yeah i think it's going to be they're going to try and need to like i don't know figure out some survival tips and life tactics to try not to die it's basically going to be clark being a princess and giving out her advice yeah how to survive but also bearing in mind that they are not alone they're not no and um, they need to survive they've got to and we're probably i feel like that might this this mystery shooter of a javelin will um stay a mystery i think for a while i feel like they're not gonna just outright show us who or what did that (laughs) Do, do you have any idea who or what might have done that no idea no idea. I, I, my guess is maybe there's already some people living on Earth, and maybe it's them. Because do you think? They're... Do you think if that if that is the case, do you think like maybe there are people that maybe have been su- secretly sent down before, or maybe they were survi- ancestors of survivors? If I any, was, I was thinking more survivors, like maybe people who'd like hunker down in underground bunkers or something like that mm. and has, has, had been living under the world and, and staying safe and then come up for you know general supplies and stuff and i think that might be what it is um but you're, you you could be right with your theory of it being previous people of the 100 sent down to survive down there because it could be not like the first time they've sent someone but yeah my, my money's on its previous earth people that have lived once on the earth but then have now come and like become you know post-apocalyptic crazy survivors <laughs> <laughs> well we'll find out in the next in the next episode oh. <laughs> <laughs> but until then remember life is about more than just surviving and may we meet again <laughs> <laughs>